Welcome Pathfinders back to the Find the Path Adventure Path playthrough. Sorry, I kind of... <laughs> we're playing, I'm going to say a lot of words. We're, we're, we're playing, playing Mummy's, Mummy's Mask, Mask and we're recording it, guys. We're recording That's what it. we're doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. Screw it. I'm going to keep that. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to our continued playthrough of Mummy's Mask, episode five. When last we left off with our heroes. Everybody almost died. Everyone always well, died and then they ran stuff. for their lives. <laughs> it was no everyone. It was, it was really was just half. Really just me. Half. It was half. It was just Sudi. No. Onuris almost died too. Oh, that's right. You got knocked out. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Okay. Half. Yeah. We so. didn't know the flooding was going to stop though. So for a while there, it looked like everybody was screwed. Everyone's yeah. going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, when last we left off, our party had uh, delved a little bit deeper and had determined that apparently... You're going to guess uh, Akintepi had decided to uh, build a false burial chamber into his place and make it into a horrible death trap. Because he's a terrible person. Or just doesn't well, want people yeah. robbing his tomb after he dies. Yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of think he's. I think kind of think uh, he might have a point. Yeah, yeah. we're all, the terrible people. In he's this all scenario. against the redistribution of wealth. Mm-hmm. The man, if you yeah. will. Turns out you can take it with you. So no, after a uh, intense battle in which Sudi was eaten alive by a sarcophagus and, and yet uh, still survived, and still somehow survived uh, by the skin of your teeth, I believe you were uh, you're one bad dice roll away from. I was exactly one dice roll away from death. Yeah, CPR so, uh, would have been, you know, we had to fix Jeff. I don't think that's how that we works. don't have the money for a raised dead right now. <laughs> does does nice. the cleric even have ranks in Hill? I don't no. know. No. What? Yeah, so yeah. So there'd be no fixing that. What None of you know this? CPR. D- death is kind of final. I have a one. One heal. You have it's a rank like, in heal? You'd really just take your fist to his chest and be like, breathe, breathe. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably make it worse. Uh, <laughs> to the rhythm of staying alive, guys. Does that include the, anyway. the double thump there? <laughs> staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> So, I believe when we had left off, our heroes slotted and soakingly wet. Again, the doors are all locked from the chamber that you're on. Let's actually, hold on, let me get a... Is, is there, a, is there a, like a little locking we mechanism were, on this side? Now that We had the... decided that we were going to call it a day. Yes, well, because I'm I'm run it like cowards. Healing. And I am, I am at low of the hit points. So, fortunately, the water in this chamber would actually drain out after about two minutes. Um, you're going to guess that with the original intention of this, that the uh, pillars would continue to arc lightning through the entirety of the flooded chamber, uh, electrocuting and drowning any individuals inside, and then remain flooded for about two minutes until this, everyone can just assume to have been drowned. hardcore, man. Fortunately, it wasn't really working. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure it'd be like a challenge rating of 10. Well, he was and like a general guy. Like, Apparently, right, so he knew He was really good at strategery. We make our way back to the tomb's entrance, I believe was the plan. Yes, yeah, so once you had... Uh, Hopefully, no one those cut chambers. our rope. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, we're camping in here. Forever. Uh, no. The mummy also agrees. You would all make your way back through the uh, the halls, backtracking, making your way past the mirror room, the assorted number of tapestries that you passed by previously, back through the horribly trapped hallway, reaching the bottom of the shaft. You would find that your rope has fortunately not been cut yet. You can send your I, way back I like where he out. puts the the yet in there. Yeah, that's not very comforting. All right, well, climbing that's, up this rope then, huh? I think we should just leave the rope here. We'll just, I like, also agree. Coil it up at the top sure. of the shaft yeah. and just leave it there. Just hide it under some sand. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna close it. Feasibly, if you want, you can also like roll the uh, the stone back into yeah, place. Yeah, and we're gonna yes. do that. We'll do that. Block that back off. Anybody have a uh, craft trap making? I am not a kobold. I have craft <laughs> painting. That's not helpful. <laughs> paint a trap. Yes. I, I, you can Looney Tunes that where you just like paint like a giant pit trap and you're like, well, they'll fall in. See, I'm just make thinking, it look like a trap. Like, I'll just paint some like creepy things on the walls that when you go in there, you think something's there. I mean, come on. 
like some of those awesome 3D paintings that you see on the floors, um, and it actually looks like you're gonna oh fall yeah, make into it look a like pit. A pit. I mean, I could. How much time are we wanting to devote this? And where's the paint? <laughs> I don't know. You said you were a painter. We got I a lot am of a blood. painter. That doesn't mean I, I carry you're carrying paint, of paint. We're carrying a lot of blood all over us. We have it's that. It's gonna be red. Blood. That's I'm okay. carrying tons of blood inside of me. I'm well, not using it for your anything. Arm. I'll, I'll just stab out of you. I ain't doing it's it. It's really dark. Have you guys read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac? No. Yes. No. Where he, he tries to paint a wall red with blood and he like freaks out because it won't stay wet. So he has to keep killing people to keep the wall wet. It's a really disturbed and demented comic, but it's hilarious. Sounds like a CSI episode. It's this, by the same guy that wrote Invader Zim. Oh, okay. oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. No, there's a Criminal Minds episode where the guy uses people's blood to paint portraits mm-hmm. yep. and then poses them all creepy. Anyway. anyway, gathering yourselves together and setting back off, though, you would step back out from the uh, cool tomb out into the blazing heat of day. How long were we down there? A few uh, hours? Actually, hour? only about an hour. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. <Dang> it. <laughs> we did a lot in one hour. Yeah, we, we moved quickly. Adventure All right, time is so such a weird thing. I guess we'll uh, start heading back towards the exit of the necropolis. I mean, we could probably pick up some healing and then could come back. Yeah, but then if but, one of you almost dies yeah. while we're down there, I have nothing to fix you with. This is true. Well, if we bought some healing stuff. That's an expensive way to go. But you all make your way back out of the tomb, backtracking through the city streets. Covered in assorted wounds and scrapes and... Fun times. Yeah, I think you're still down at like three hit points. Yes, so. I am. Yeah. So I'm looking real rough. And apparently we've determined that the cleric has no ranks in hills, so no one's bandaging you up. You've just done the best you can to make a tourniquet. <laughs> Yay. Didn't, Jessica, didn't you say you have I don't have a, a rank in heal. I have a one heal. Ah. <laughs> like, I can roll untrained. Does anyone I mean, have a healer's kit? Or? No. Also on our list of things we should grab. Maybe a healer's kit. Maybe a healer's kit. So suppose all of you would make your way uh, back through the city streets heading towards the south. You would pass by a number of individuals as you well, make your way. Most of the, In most of these cases, these are members of the Voice of the Spire, the Miltrent wing of the Church of Phrasma. They would eye all of you with, in some cases, barely held contempt or disdain, despite the fact that in Sudi's case, you're actually a member of the church, but at the same time, they don't seem to particularly well view this entire I'm also a member thing. of the Voice, but... Yes. That's Oops. who I was working with, Well, you too. are a former member of the Voice. Yeah, I was like, I had to leave. I've got, I've, got gra- I've got graves to rob. You would also also pass by a number of priests of Phrasma who seem to be in the process of leading carts. These carts are being pulled by pale white camels and seem to contain a number of dead bodies in the back of them. What? These appear to be fresh bodies. Yeah. You're going oh. to guess for them the unsuccessful tomb robbers. I wonder how they figured out which right. ones were unsuccessful. Are there any I'm going to say that like the dead ones. Like from the uh, most of them have already been wrapped. Oh. Um, just out of respect. Are there any dog-shaped and... ones? <laughs> no, not that you see. Good. All Go the team dogs halfling dogs. Halfling and dogs. <laughs> Not halfling dogs. That would be just really, really They're small, small. baby dogs. Like Razzie? Yes, exactly. Like my little six-pound Yorkie poodle. <laughs> Thanks. Eventually, though, you would make your way passing underneath the uh, Phrasma's Needle, the obelisk directly inside of the Land of the Dead here, and then passing under the gate back into the Land of the Living. It's honestly just about at this point. It took you about an hour and a half to get out there earlier than you had to spend a long time digging out the front of the tomb and then exploring the tomb and such. By the time that you return, it's only noon. So the sun's beating down from overhead as you make your way back into the city. Yeah, I suppose I'm going to head back to our inn. Yeah, sure. I I need medical attention. Oh. Well, we are right outside the temple, so if you want to go pay somebody to... Well, you'd actually have to you'd have to walk some distance to the south, although the Church of Phrasma has effectively set up a, uh, a donation and healing area 
here for triage for people well, basically yeah. dragging their dead out. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking a little rough, so I'm going to go over there. It's going to cost you uh, 10 gold pieces for Cure Light Wounds, if that's what you're going for. Uh, yeah, that'll do. There's uh, there's no guarantee on this. So let me see what I roll. Two. Oh my gosh. I want my money back. Frasma, <laughs> what have you... Why? Why? That was my last 10 gold. <laughs> I now have three gold. Can uh-huh. I get a cure one point, please? I have a single gold. Jeez. So. Uh, so I suppose you get... I mean, at the very least, it stopped the bleeding. How much is a healer's kit? Are they selling healer's kits out here? No, you'd need to actually go and check someplace. Although you do recall that a number of merchants had set yeah. up stalls and stands and everything to both sell and buy. Well, he's doing uh, that. At the Tooth and Hookah. So. Let's just go sell some shit and we can... Or some stuff and we can buy you. Or you can buy yourself whatever you need. Some, some more hit points? I'm going to buy myself some more hit points. Well... In the form of potions, yes. yes. So I suppose or, um, the shield's the only thing we have that's not identified, right? Yes. So we can sell everything else. Uh, I'm not here. sure that we picked up some documents. I'm not sure how much those are worth. So, well, we'd have to take that to us. Yeah, you'd actually have to like yeah. check over those. So, and... so we'll leave the those. documents and I guess the shield off to the side because they're the only stuff we don't know that it's worth. Yeah. And we can sell everything else real quick. Okay. So you receive your, uh, your two points of healing. Boo. Says the player. I'm sure Sudi's like, oh, thank you for that. You're so good. Take your healing and you'll like it. You then make your way back through the city streets, heading towards the Tooth and Hookah. This time of day, the place isn't really hopping, per se, but at the very least, there's a a number of people here and you can grab some lunch once you arrive. Can we sell everything else while we're here? You can go through the process of selling. It's probably going to take a number of hours since, like, a number of the other adventuring groups have kind of returned back here. So, Is this the best place to sell, or should we try selling our stuff somewhere else in town since we have nothing else to do today? Uh, A lot of this stuff isn't necessarily worth a whole lot. I mean, I have some experience selling things, is what I'm saying. We do have a couple of art pieces. I thought that we were supposed to be selling most of this back to the church. I thought that's what the whole thing was. Well, you're reintroducing it back into the economy. Mm. Anyway, are there any better places to sell this? I mean, potentially you could check around. You don't have a whole lot of stuff other than the nard that you found that you could probably go and find an alchemist that would be more interested in that. Potentially speaking, if the party wanted to just kind of take the collection of stuff that they think that they could find better places to sell it, go off and sell it there and then meet back up here and sell what you have left, you could also do that as well. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So we all spend a couple hours buying and selling stuff. I don't think you found anything uh, illicit yet, so you don't really need to call on your old black market people. Unless Akintepi was buried with his stash. So without the documents (laughs) and the shield... So I suppose the party just kind of scatters out across the town, goes and sells things. Sagira knows a number of, at the very least, people around here to sell these perfumes that you found, the other assorted alchemical reagents. I can imagine that Sudi probably has some contacts with the church that would take some things as far as the art objects and everything else is concerned. I imagine Onuris and Citra probably know a number of the scholars that live in this town, or at the very least have had correspondence with them before, as both of you had worked in the city of Tefu in the library there, and so I had some contact with the city of Wati and its scholarly residents. And the rest of the stuff, as far as the weapons and everything, you can kind of just bring back here and then find a buyer somewhere at the Tooth and Hookah. As you uh, back yeah, up we need evening. somebody to identify this scarab shield. There actually is a man that you could speak to at the Tooth and Hookah. Cool. So we'll just assume that Sudi, who I think needs to buy nothing but healing potions, I guess is probably yep. tromping around trying to sell off the rest of this stuff. Yep. Uh, returning back to the Tooth and Hookah, ahead of the rest of your compatriots, you would still have the shield that you have not been able to uh, identify yet. As well as, I think, some documents. I do also have located. some documents. May or may not have been found with Nard. Asking the barkeep, who, of course, would be more than happy. Uh, I don't think you spoke to the barkeep previously. I have I think not. the rest of the party did. 
but you know, he would introduce himself, introduce you to the tiny crocodile that lives in the um, pond. Oh, the tiny the... crocodile. I'd almost forgotten about him. Oh, I yep. love him. He's the happiest crocodile, just living in his pond. <laughs> he would point you across the way to what appears to be a man almost trying overly hard to be mysterious in a corner. I think He's the man there could probably help. Cat, like natural mysticism. Yeah. I think the man there could probably help you with uh, any sort of magical pursuits. He claims to be a wizard of some renown. Uh, thank you. I assume you make your way across? I do. You would notice that a number of the other uh, groups of adventurers are returning now. Some of these groups, you don't really, you didn't really exchange words with many of them, other than registering now that they seem to be smaller than they were previously. <laughs> so yes. you're going to guess that you're not the only one who suffered a recent near-death experience. Or, in their case, not so near. They, in fact, suffered a death experience. Making your way over towards the table, the uh, man behind the table seems to be a uh, Osirian man, maybe in his mid-30s. He's wrapped in a number of black and white robes, which wrap back and forth across him, possibly denoting him as a worshipper of Nethys, but you're not positive. Mm. I sidle up to him, also mysterious like, Good afternoon. The barkeep tells me that you have some skill in identifying magical items. Some skill? Yes. Yes, I do. Mm. Good. I am Yamu. Uh, Sudi. Sudi. I, I have not. this shield. I need to know what it does. Or uh, what it is. To the point. Good. He would reach out a hand for it. Why do you it over? Why are we letting them do this? We're not with him. Yeah, none of the rest of us are here. How much? If I can uh, identify this easily without needing to use my magic. Well, anything more than a cantrip. We can call it at ten pieces of gold, if it needs to be more complexly identified. Shall we go for a sum of thirty? I have no idea if that's competitive or not. You make an appraise check. I will appraise. I have nothing in my appraise to help me, except for my lovely seven that I rolled. That sounds like a great deal. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Uh, he would take the scarab shield, glancing it over. He would whisper through uh, what sounds to be a pretty simple spell. You've actually heard a, uh, a more prayer version of it come from your compatriot. He's detecting magic. Dun, dun, dun. He's rolling spellcraft. I know nothing about this. But he would look over the fine shield, its scarab-like design across the front as he would run his fingers back over it. Interesting. How so? This is a scarab shield. They were not uncommon so many years ago. They, uh, the creature, it represents the scarab, uh, serves as a... Uh, Psychopomp for Phrasma, guiding the souls of the departed into the afterlife. They're uh, favored by uh, archaeologists and <laughs> uh, tomb raiders uh, for the protection that they grant against guardians and vermins frequently found in ancient ruins. They can be activated upon command, granting a additional protection for a short period of time, some 18 seconds or so, and can actually channel this as a burst of healing magic on the wielder. Hmm. In addition, they can protect the wielder from uh, insects, particularly swarms of them, effectively repelling or causing a, a safe bubble, keeping the, uh, the wielder protected. Hmm. This seems very useful for what we're going to be doing. Going out of the role-playing there, once per day on command, the Scarab Shield can grant its wielder a plus two secret bonus on uh, saving throws against fear and death effects for three minutes. At any time while this bonus is in effect, the wielder can end this effect as a swift action for a burst of healing energy. The wielder loses the saving throw bonus, but is instead healed for 1d8 plus three points of damage. 
In addition, a scarab shield can protect its wielder from swarms. If a mindless swarm attempts to enter the wielder's space, the swarm must attempt a DC 11 will save. If the save succeeds, the swarm can enter the wielder's space and attack the wielder normally. If the save fails, the swarm instinctively avoids the space occupied by the wielder, completely ignoring the wielder for three rounds. This effect ends if the wielder makes any attacks, but the wielder may use non-attack spells or otherwise act without ending the effect. That also functions once per day. Other than that, it is a plus one light steel shield. You could probably fetch a fine prize for this. Mm. Thank you very much. I appreciate your skills. I hand him his ten gold. Of course. If you have further need of me, I will be here. Mm. I believe there are others waiting, though. He would glance past you as another person is effectively queued up behind you, waiting for his turn to get things identified. Uh, fair enough. That's got to actually be I'm, a pretty I'm totally lucrative. keeping that shield, so just put my name on it. Buy it. <laughs> put your name on it. We're just going to start chiseling yeah. in your name here. Well, Scratch my name in the, the in the loot list. In the loot. Okay. The real question is figuring out how much it's actually worth. Because that seems like a pretty cool set of abilities that are probably going to be pretty pricey. Yes, the shield in question is worth 4,399 gold pieces. Wow. So, uh... That's worth it. more than all of our other treasure well. combined. Well, hopefully you'll find some more treasure when you get down there. That is the hope. So eventually all the rest of you, I imagine, would return. The bar would pick up as the evening begins wearing on. More people making their way in. You would tell Onuris about the shield, and he'd be like, yes, please. <laughs> and then Sudi would go, ah, but, but the, the money, it's, it's worth so much. We'll probably find other items of great value once we return to the tomb. All right, but you are the party. Of course. Like a lot. I understand. Like game mechanically, <laughs> you owe the party 400 gold each. Well, yeah, but we'll divvy this up with the rest of the loot we yeah. find next time since we've already bought and sold stuff this time around. It's so. true. I'm keeping track, though. I know you are. I understand how Sudi's money works. sitting in the corner with his abacus beads like, yeah. Are you a follower of Avatar? I have a ledger book. Should we use it? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the good kind of ledger book or the ones that you have like the I secret ledger? I converted to Abadar when his healing gave me more points back. <laughs> I am the most fickle of followers. Um, I just keep a ledger of all the things I've bought and sold so that I have like records. I don't know. Mm. That's what you do. So as the evening would wear on, though, more people would return, making their way back in. You would notice a, uh, a number of the individuals that you'd seen from the evening before. The dog soldiers would make their return. You would notice absent a number of dogs. Aww. Aww. That's no good. If I was a nice person, I would go and be like, I'm sorry for your dog loss. But I suppose all of you get some dinner and everything else, chat up some people if you would so wish. You still haven't found any anyone to take a look at those papers, but you can imagine that some of these people must have some experience with those Syrian relics. Yeah, but if they know where we've got them, they may try to steal our sight. No, I don't think we need to be talking to anyone right now until we get the entire thing cleared out. Yeah. I suppose you would all make yourselves comfortable uh, as the evening wears on. I imagine you guys are going to eat there as well. Yeah, probably. Sure. What are the charismas in this party? I have a 12. I have a 10. 12. 16. And here's this <laughs> I channel. I have to have he high is charisma. A shining golden boy. Like. <laughs> uh, if you're wanting to treat yourselves to some drinks and a good dinner for this evening, it would be about two gold, two gold pieces just to get some fine food and everything else. I imagine celebrate having pockets full of more money than I think, with any the exception of, of probably on yours, any of you have ever had in your hands before. Yeah. Yeah. This is chump change. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't say that, I mean, but that's what he it. thinks. I was about to say, the 400 gold is probably still pretty good. Well, I mean, as far as I mean for an hour's worth of work, that's a He's not going to say that, but nice he paycheck. grew up in one of the a noble family. This is not a lot of money. Let's see here. I know that. <laughs> Citra, 
I suppose you would get up to your feet at some point, probably going to retrieve some more drinks for the rest of the party as this place has become pretty crowded by this point in the evening. Yeah. Making your way back up to the counter and ordering some drinks from the bartender. A man would saddle up next to you, giving you a smile, leaning up against the table. Glancing him over, you're going to say that he's definitely a foreigner. His clothing has a very northern bent to it, although a northern bent to it, but also with accents of what you would consider to be the effectively foreigner's Osirian garb, where he seems to have bought like a headscarf and everything else to keep himself generally cool. That notwithstanding, he is armed and carrying a what it looks to be a rapier, which is a very uncommon weapon for this region. He would hook his thumb on it and lean up against the bar, giving you a smile. I keep my hand near my kukri just to be safe <laughs> and side glance him. Good evening, my friend. Are we friends? <laughs> uh, perhaps we could be. What are you drinking? Four of whatever we're all having. <laughs> <laughs> what is the common drink here? They do, of course, just have beer. Egypt actually is the uh, the birthplace of beer. Um, if you're wanting something finer, they actually have wine and stuff that they have as well. It's not great wine, but they do have wine. Here we're cheap adventurers. We're all drinking beer. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Uh, my name is Falto. He would smile, reaching out a hand towards yours. I warily take it, but I do take it. He would kiss the back of your hand with a flourish and bow. Ooh, fancy. It's a very foreign thing. She takes her hand back and (laughs) resists the urge to wipe the back of it on the back of her shirt. (laughs) Citra. Citra. That's an intriguing name. Not so much. I'm from Osirian, and that's where we are. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm actually a new arrival myself. I couldn't tell. Oh, well, I'd like to think that my accent's not too atrocious. He has been address- addressing you in Osirian. Um, oh, that's right. The accent is pretty thick. Do you have the rest of us He's noticed really this trying. yet? Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a man over there with dark hair and a fine-trimmed goatee, you know, leaning up against the, the railing, chatting her up. Does she look like she's okay right now? Yeah. Sagira puts she's... her weapon on the table and watches <laughs> yeah. I speak common if you prefer. Oh, no, no. It's, I, I need the practice. I'm hoping to stay down here for a while. Doing what, exactly? Well, I mean, now that they've opened these tombs up, I just thought perhaps sharing some uh, some information with some of my friends here would be of some help. My uh, my companions, the Crypt Finders. Oh, God. Uh, we delved into a, uh, a tomb of an important government official. And let's just say it was a rather interesting experience. Hmm, how so? Oh, I mean, there was treasure like you wouldn't believe. We came back with pockets full and... I'm going to say that the uh, the official himself wasn't exactly resting easy, if you understand. Sensible. Guy came out wrapped out in bandages and began to try to beat us down with the top of his sarcophagus. Uh, you may make sense motive if you so wish. I want a sense motive from across the room and see what he's I up only to. got 13, though. Oh, that's not good. Um, uh, well, I got 11, so <laughs> one. And I have a rank in that. I get a 17 to judge, just judge this guy from across the room. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. On yours, you can tell from across the room that he seems to be... Honestly, he seems to be very eager to actually make friends here. Weird. Mm-hmm. Citrus seems highly suspicious of him. <laughs> <laughs> you have the feeling that he's probably exaggerating, although you don't know how much he's exaggerating. So what was the name of the uh, official? Oh, I'm, I'm afraid that I don't read their old languages. Oh, unfortunate. Yes, uh, I do have some friends with me here. Uh, I thought perhaps we could make a... A, a little mutual defense arrangement. I understand that there have been some uh, some groups that have decided that it's easier to uh, attack 
the groups, once they're done with looting a tomb and loaded down with treasure and have exhausted all their resources, then actually delving into the tombs they've been assigned. I have a number of great warriors. I mean, he, he would point towards a towering man, is a trained to be a Hell Knight from Chiliax. Next to him is our Nexian Summoner. He's a quite skilled individual himself, and we have with us, I don't see her around, but a cleric of Serenre who came from uh, Kadira. We actually met like three days ago. They seem to be great people. <laughs> but then, I, okay. I, a, <laughs> I, I can't hear any of this. He's such just, a sweet, soft cinnamon roll. Like, he just doesn't know. <laughs> you have a very eclectic group. Do you know much about any of your companions other than that? <laughs> oh, I mean, we fought side by side and shared blood on the battlefield against the mummies. Mummies, so more well, than one. One so far. I imagine there'll be more. They're everywhere here, right? Yes. They just walk down the street. <laughs> I mean, I can't go a day without seeing one. Give it a weird tip. Man, I really wish we could hear this. I just imagine us laughing. Around, like, I don't know. That's why you'll notice like the weird um, chalk drawings on some of the doorways to keep the mummies out. <laughs> Does it work? For sure. <laughs> I personally have not tried it because I've been moving around too much, but uh, I've heard, yes, it works wonders. Oh, could you draw it for me? <laughs> I d- there's different symbols depending on where you're from and your superstitions. Oh, he would dig around in a bag, pulling out a small <laughs> journal. Can you please give him some Osiriani word for, like, you? <laughs> I'm not going to be that mean. Well, he speaks Osiriani, so that's a problem, but, like, I don't know. Get you on, on Eurus over there. He can draw some stuff in ancient hieroglyphs. I, I think I'm going to flag one of you down. I'm, I'm going to like probably catch on yours eye because we're the closest. And I'm going to be like, I guess I will get up and join Now, now that Citra is smiling with a mischievous <laughs> smile. Citra. So I've been telling him about the chalk drawings that people put on their doorways in order to keep out the mummies at night. <laughs> Do I have to roll anything to keep a straight freaking face? Yeah, you can make see. a bluff check. <laughs> Do it. Uh, I only get like an eight. I roll pretty (laughs) bad. He wants to believe it. So he probably tries not to smirk and kind of fails. He'll pick some random hieroglyphs. Okay. Maybe like the hieroglyph for mummy. (laughs) (laughs) It should be, this guy's dumb. (laughs) Because he's sweet. I'm just Uh, joking around with him. I'm probably going to tell him the truth in a second. Yeah, it's like write down the hieroglyph for mummy and maybe like do Osiris's like cartouche or something, you know? Oh, well, yes, thank you so much. That's very useful. Your name is... Onuris. Onuris. And that tattoo, did you get that here? It's not a tattoo. It's just on his face. I was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. It's <laughs> <laughs> meant to go the same way. Uh, that's, that's interesting. It's the holy symbol of Horus. Horus. Yes. Okay. Oh, Do God. you know who Horus is? Oh, God. No? I... Oh, God. See a local. Uh, He's one of the spirit old deities of Osiria. Oh, you went to the direction that I was not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glaring from oh. my table. <laughs> I, I know. So, Sudi's just looking over, drinking a beer. Like I'm just gonna watch this play out and re- get ready to run in so there when what, it goes south. What encouraged you to come here and actually go into the tombs and explore? Oh, uh, well, I I'm from Absalom. Uh, I grew up on the streets there. My mother was a dock worker and my father was an adventurer. And suffice it to say, the dock working thing uh, didn't particularly work out well for my mother and she passed away some years back. My condolences. And my father disappeared in the deserts of Osirian. 
So I thought I would simply come here and continue on his work. I was interested in maybe joining the Pathfinders, but they're uh, a little bit stricter than uh, I tend to be as far as my approach to things. How old does this kid look? You'd say maybe in his mid-twenties. Okay. Yeah. I sense motive and get a 19. I get a 20. No, he seems to be telling the truth. And the your companions, you met them three days ago. Yes, they'd all come here uh, also to go and explore the tombs. Did they tell you why? Uh, I can imagine they all have their own reasons. I mean, everyone here does. I actually spoke with uh, Sigrund over there, the redhead. He would point towards the massive orphan woman that you'd seen previously. <laughs> She's descended from a genie, you know. Really? Which, uh, which genie? Oh, I don't, I'm not entirely positive, but she, uh, she does have magic, so I'm going to assume that that's part of it. I saw her and figured that she would just, well, she's taller than I am. <laughs> but no, she's some sort of open skald or warrior from the north, uh, with various magic, apparently, has come down to the south. There are those, uh, the witches around here somewhere. Witches. Witches. He would glance around before pointing towards a corner where you see what appear to be two identical women wearing veils completely obscuring their faces except for their eyes. They have not eaten anything and they're just sitting in the corner staring at everyone in a strange unison. They're apparently working with the, uh, I think they call themselves the Daughters of the Desert. Hmm. It's an all-female group. I think they also have like a cleric of Iomidae or something with them. Interesting. Uh, Oh, and Marin, have you met him? Marin. He would smile like shouting across the bar. After a second, uh, a halfling would make his way up. Um, oh. You would recognize the man. Sorry. Yes, Sudi would recognize the man that you'd uh, stood in line behind the, the day before. The Katapeshi man with all the dogs. Or halfling with all the dogs. Dog man. He would make his way over, nodding towards all of you. He seems to be deep in his drinks. Well, he lost his dogs. Good evening. Oh, good evening. He has a shockingly deep voice for a halfling. <laughs> Did he bring the dogs? You would notice that all the dogs still seem to be sleeping off towards one side of the corner. I was going to say, they probably, like, what, the entire... one, like, came over with yeah. him. A number of them are still bandaged like... up, but, uh, yeah, probably his favorite dog would still be with him. I figure Citra is, like, subtly reaching her hand down and, like, allowing him to sniff it. He seems to be almost obnoxiously affectionate. Oh. Cicada, <laughs> they're making friends with dogs. Should we stop it? <laughs> No. But Falto would smile. Yes, this is, uh, how did you say that name? He would state over his name before he translates. It basically translates to Mad Dog Marin. <laughs> Marin's fine. You could call me that. I'm, uh, my dogs and I have come uh, north from Katapesh to try our uh, hand up here. Okay. Well, and my other. He would gesture back towards the table. An extended family, mostly. <laughs> the table still contains another six halflings. So. <laughs> it's a big family. Been uh, successful yet? Mixed. We were sent to an abandoned tannery. There was a thing there. Uh, one of the people I spoke to here described it as a gelatinous cube, some sort of invisible thing. It killed three of my dogs before we'd even seen it. And oh, I'm we sorry. lost a number of the others. It's a. Uh... <sighs> we were good dogs. Citra like, puts a hand on his but... shoulder and. Are you in the market for a weapon? Not at the moment. Depends. I've found this. Um, it's nothing I can use. He would make his way back to the table and come back carrying a bundle almost as large as he is before unwrapping it, revealing what appears to be a softly blue glowing kopesh. Oh, hello. I'm going. And Sudi holds down the table. is like, hi. Do you have a kopesh here? May I? Oh, yes. Um, I haven't. I was going to go and speak to... Uh, yeah, I'm but, uh... I cast Detect Magic. I roll a one. I have no idea what Dang it! <laughs> it is magical. Sagira did walk over there. Uh, Sagira making your way over, the man will kind of glance you over as you approach. 
Falto would give you a wide smile. Hello, my name is uh, Falto. I'm a, a traveler from Don't. distant Absalom. Don't. He would offer his hand. I'm not taking his hand. I'm Skira. <laughs> so is this for sale? I'm going to say to Mara. <laughs> Mara would nod. Uh, yes, you have one yourself. You do, but this one looks nicer. It glows. Uh, it's it's uh, some sort of magic sword or something. It's, mm. uh, it's too big for me or any of my brothers. Mm. But if you have use for it. Sitra whispers, be like, maybe you could trade. Like the one you found in the... Well, I did find this one that I'm carrying. And I would be willing to trade and possibly offer gold in addition, because this is obviously magical and what I have is just masterwork. But it doesn't, I mean, it's still medium size, but at least you could still sell it. I don't know. Oh, well, I need to know what this can do first before I have an idea Mm. of how much it's worth. Uh, if you all wish to wait here, I can go and stand in line and see if uh, Yamu can give me an idea. I could make you a reasonable bargain. Uh, sure. You wouldn't happen to... Uh, are you a local? Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't happen to know any local uh, dog breeders. Do I know any local dog breeders? You can make me an old local. Can I make it as well? Yes. Uh, I get a 16. <laughs> I get a 7. Citra, no. Sagira, you do actually know someone that breeds guard dogs down in the Ast District. It's actually not that too far from uh, where you live. Uh, yeah, I do know. There's a half-elf woman who lives in Ask. Well, I can take you there. Who, uh, who breeds guard dogs. Oh, they the respected breeder. Yeah, um, she does good work, and her dogs are good at what they do. Well, I need to, to start training some more. Yes, I, I would be happy to negotiate a, a discount or something with you and... Good, a good idea. If you're going to be in town for a while, uh, I'll let the party go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. High diplomacy. Uh, feasibly, anyone right. can aid another. I but. actually have ranks in diplomacy, okay. so I aid the bejesus. I out aid of you. you from across the room. I aid. Man, I roll like a twenty-two. I aid the bejesus out of you. I get a twenty-eight. Look, you all seem like the trustworthy type. So, how about this? You take me to that breeder. I'll come up with the price for this. If you don't have the money now, I can imagine you're probably going to get it here soon. If not, then uh, if you should happen to fall in battle, just uh, if your compatriots will return the blade to me. We'll sure. consider that fair. That seems fair. So let me go and speak to Yamas and uh, or, uh, Yamu, and uh, we'll find out how much this goes for. Okay. How much would you get for that Masterwork Kopesh that you have? That Masterwork Kopesh is worth selling at 160 gold. Okay, because I have that. I'll give you that for that Masterwork Kopesh oh, then. sure. Because I only have a normal one. So. Oh, sure. Well, let's see how this yeah. all turns yeah. out. But... Everyone rotates their weapons up. <laughs> Except for Sudi, who never but, runs uh, out of fist. So I figure Citra's going to turn back to Falta and be like, so what uh, What groups did you say were attacking the others? Mm. Oh, I'd heard some room. Actually, do we want to retire to your table? I think our drinks are here. He would pick up his beer as well as the extra one he ordered for you, so I guess you're double fisting now. Um, I guess the rest of you collect your beers and make your way back over. Okay. Falta introduces himself. To you, Sudi, but seems to be strangely conscious of the fact that he's a giant cat. That's racist. <laughs> just a little bit. Balto? Is that this guy's name? Uh, Falto. Falto. Falto, not Balto, the yes. dog from that winter. F- what, F A L T O? I love that movie. F A L T O. I figure I clink my glass with him and then go sit down. Well, he's coming with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, but like a thanks. Oh, okay. I did get a free drink out of it. Yes, I mean, there's no. I haven't heard any uh, definitive names on what other groups are involved in this. I heard from another party. Uh, they're not present at the moment. Uh, the Amethyst Dragons. They were attacked, shot at by a number of arrows from some sort of uh, group of people. Mm-hmm. But I thought perhaps making some friends here, meeting some other people. Can 
make like just like a sense motive to just get a general vibe from yeah. this guy? Yeah, you can make a sense motive. It's close enough for me to sense him too. Yeah, you can sense. You can all sense motive. Everyone sense senses it. motives. I sense his motive not at all. I get a twenty. I get a seventeen. I get an eleven. I just just uh, like a general vibe. I, get a I guess. Like is what, what is I'm he looking for? Yeah. Capable of? Is he? Have you got the eleven? I did. He seems perfectly trustworthy. Yeah. Uh, to the rest of you, he does seem generally trustworthy. You're going to get the ex- impression that he's really playing up this, I'm a bravo that lives by my sword and everything. You're going to guess that he's grew up as a street waif. You've seen more than enough of those in Osirian. And so has a natural talent with blades and tries to pretend to be this idea of the quintessential adventurer. You're not entirely positive of his own, like, glancing over his table... Other than the cleric of Serenre, which you still don't see. You just see this Nexian sorcerer summoner and this chelish man in heavy armor brooding in a corner. And it's just kind of an odd fit for him. It's really hot for that armor, sir. <laughs> but Falto would carry on with you guys for some time. He doesn't really have a great deal of information that he can offer as far as that's concerned. I mean, I guess we could tell him that we'll keep an eye out for other groups attacking other people. But I don't know how I feel about handing out where we are and what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, that's a good people. way to ask to be robbed. Well, I don't I don't actually even know where I'm going to be tomorrow, so we have to ch- stop back by the temple and uh, uh, receive our new site. But once we get into the lottery... Uh, well, I will say, if you're looking to make friends with some very lovely ladies, Ooh. and I'm going to pro- like produce like <laughs> lovely a, ladies, a little yeah. flyer with a map that shows you how to get to the temple of prostitute ladies that I live in... <laughs> Temple oh. of Bast, you mean? Yes, Temple of Bast. I was going to say they have names. <laughs> I uh, know. <laughs> why, why, yes, thank you. And this is... I, I don't usually pay, but uh, thank you still for this. I doubt that. <laughs> Sense motive to see if he, he pays. He seems to be a pretty charming guy. Rude. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Just gotta get my... We need some money. Uh, but Mad Dog would return, making his way over. The halfling would set the kopesh up on the table. Well, the uh, wizard or whatever he is over there says that this is magical, and he said that it, I could probably sell it for a good thousand gold pieces, just a little bit over. Okay. So if we want to say just a thousand gold even. Uh, can I appraise it? Yeah, you can appraise it if you so wish. I don't have any magic, but... It sounds like it's a plus one kopesh. Yeah, let me go ahead and roll a seven on that. Sweet. <laughs> uh, with a seven... Looks like a fine, well-made, sharp sword, and it's slightly glowing, which leads you to think it's magical. Uh, mechanically speaking, he can describe in game terms, it's a plus one Kopesh. Huh. It also just constantly glows with the light of candle. That's kind of cool. So, again, more or less what he's willing to do is instead of it being the 2,300 whatever gold that it normally is and selling for half, he's offering you like the 150 off that the mass work is, hmm. and just for a flat thousand. Okay. And he's um, willing to do like what an IOU with it, isn't he? If you're willing to just put some money down, I don't know what you have available. I have like 40 gold. Well, I'm about I to give you. Gold. I'm about to give you 150 for. I have 200 gold. 160. Or 160 for the other Kopesh. I have 200 gold. Okay, uh, we can do 20 percent down now. If you're willing to get back to me with the so, rest of it, once. Uh, I are imagine you tomorrow. going to find another tomb tomorrow? Yes. The yes. Yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to share the fact that we didn't. No, our tomb was so huge and full of treasure that we couldn't get it all in one yeah. go. I like the idea that it's like, oh, yes, yes no, um, we were so full. I should be able to pay you the rest tomorrow, you know, if I don't die. And if I do die, you you'll get the sword back. Or I'll pay you the rest of the gold. You don't say have a fight over who gets to get that kopesh. Well, she's the frontline fighter. She gets first dibs, and then if she doesn't want it, I'll take it. You get the cast-offs. <laughs> the hand-me-down well, now she has his shield and his sword. Yeah. Well then, 
And then I can take you to uh, the breeder, either now, although it is late, I suppose, or tomorrow. Um, I figure we can finish up here and then go. Okay. It's on my way home anyway. But I suppose then all of you would continue drinking for the rest of the night. Falto would be more than happy to hang out with you guys and chit-chat things up. Mad Dog would invite a couple of his brothers over. They have a little like halfling party get together. Uh, they definitely know how to celebrate. They're obviously all pretty choked up about the loss of a number of their dogs. It's so sad. It's oh, so sad. Gelatinous cubes, man. That's a really high encounter level for just like stumbling across at this uh, place. Also for just general guard dogs. Yeah. Does Sudi not like dogs because he's a cat? Yes. I guess so. He's <laughs> like, oh god, there's they so They always chase me. <laughs> I always think about something. And I boop him on the snoot and I run away. <laughs> But all of you can make a sense motive check if you wish as the evening wears on. Oh, oh hey. Dang Sweet. it. I get a five. I also get a five. Fifteen. Onuris gets a twenty-two. Onuris, you would notice that a single figure seems to have made their way in close proximity to your table. Mm-hmm. Standing close enough to overhear a lot of the conversations that's going on. Surprisingly, no one else in the group really notices so much, despite the fact that this woman is wearing a bright purple coat and a large hat. Oh, oh it's a um, uh, hat lady, yeah. I bet we have what she wanted. Well, we haven't said where we were or what we found. We're not talking about nothing. I but, think the only person that said where they were exactly is the... And they finished. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Crypt Finders have mentioned... She's from Ta- she's from Taldor, right? The Taldane yeah, lady? Taldor. But she's basically standing at the end of the bar closest to your table, trying to listen into the conversations. Hmm. Is Mad Dog kind of close nearby? He's... Foreign. Yeah, he and Falter are still sitting at the table with you. Oh, I'm going to lean in kind of closer. Do either of you know who that is? Oh, yes. Um, I can't remember her name. Um, Hypaxes? She's obviously been listening to us. No, she's part of the Scorched Hand, the Nethians. He would nod to the far corner where you can see a table still contains another three members of the group. Two of them look to be probably followers of Nethys. The third one looks to be maybe just some sort of... You'd honestly consider the woman to look more like a mercenary. What I understand, she's the group's leader. She was asking me about where we were assigned. She seemed displeased about her sight when she drew it. Hmm. She's also been asking something about an eye. An eye? I didn't pay much attention. She asked me if I heard something about it, and I said no. An eye of Horus? Maybe. I just lost my dogs. I was deep, deep in my drink. Of course. I'm tempted to wave at her, but I think it would just make things worse. Well, so far on yours is the only one that's noticed. Yeah, we're just talking. Sagira's over there probably testing out this new copash and everything. It's like, oh man, this thing is nice. To be fair, you probably never held a magical weapon before in your life. I'm so it's like, oh man. You got Sudi. Stand still. I'm going to practice. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you have the whole Harry Potter thing going on when you grab the right wand and the light lights oh. up. And you're just like, uh. Sudi, I imagine, is just trying his best to avoid drawing the attention of any of these dogs and just sitting there, what just is eating his cheese and stuff. Up. You know, yeah. Citra's probably over there still dealing with Falto's flirting or... Like, playing around with it, but not taking it seriously. <laughs> She's going to tell him probably the very end. He's trying to play up that, like, it's like, I'm a charming foreigner. <laughs> yeah. But on yours, you were saying? I asked Marin what this woman's, what is she like? No, I'm not entirely positive. She may not look at just glancing at her, but uh, she seems to be some sort of wizard. Her accent's uh, strange, foreign. Falto overhearing this, we kind of glance back. That's Teldane. I know it's probably much less common down here. Have you spoken to her? Oh, her? Oh, I told the story about uh, our gallant battle and the, the fight against the mummy and all the rest of that. You fought a mummy. Oh, yes. You realize that sharing exactly how wealthy you are with strangers is a bad idea, yeah? Well, I mean, 
we're all here for the same thing. Except we each got our own tomb. Well, except people are attacking others. Well, in the old city, I mean, here it's civilization. That's not entirely true. There are many <laughs> thieves' guilds here. They'd be more than happy to remove your coin as from you. As much as I hate to admit it, Wati is not exactly a hundred percent safe. Trust me, I have my experience with thieves' guilds. Yes, this is a city full of... Regardless, she's been listening to us for quite a while now. <laughs> yeah, Who wants to talk to confront her? She could be an ally. Not everyone who goes overhearing is out to get us. Okay, that sounded a little bit naive. <laughs> <laughs> a little? Try a lot. Uh, Anyaris will stand up and approach ah, this I'll lady. Citra's just gonna watch their backs. He would incline his head as he approaches her. Good mm. evening. The woman would nod as you approach. Was there something we could help you with? No, I'm just drinking. Mm. Velriana. She would offer a hand. Are they speaking a language I speak? She's addressing the party in common. But... I don't get this. <laughs> I'm here to look scary at 5'2". <laughs> Unless you addressed her in Osiriani when you walked up. I probably would have tried Osiriani first. Oh, then I she's speak... addressing you in Osiriani. I speak okay. common, but... She's been listening to us, and if we're talking to me, I assume we've been speaking to Sirianni. But glancing over the woman as you approach, she looks one part rakish rogue. She carries a dagger on a hip and is wearing her long purple coat, white pantaloons, and doublet in the white-brimmed hat. On the other half, you can see that there are at least two wands immediately available on one hip, a scroll tube set on her back, and what seem to be a various other arcane accoutrements. A small Iune stone would make slow circles around the brim of her hat. What did she say her name was? Uh, Velriana. Apparently Hypaxis seems to be her last name. This is Onuris. I'm Sagira. Pleasure. I saw a little of you at the lottery. Mm -hmm. You're engaging in our uh, little venture here. We are. Hmm. Where were you assigned? Uh, Hold on, let me look at my blog real quick. It's not very good. Why are you inquiring upon where everyone's been assigned. I'm afraid I'm just going to have to be blunt here. I've heard that you've been inquiring about an eye of some sort. The Grand Mausoleum has refused to assign specific sites. It's a lottery. That's how it works. Yes, and for thousands of years, a site sacred to the Church of Nethys has been beyond the reach of its followers. A place that I am interested in going. My companions and I. Have you heard of the Erudite Eye? Have I heard of this thing? You can make a knowledge local if you so wish. I have knowledge Maybe local. Maybe I have. Hold on. Yeah. Mm. Um, I only get a 13. And it doesn't strike you as anything? No. No, I have not. <laughs> Suffice it to say, we're interested in purchasing from anyone that should happen to be assigned to the site if we are not. Alright, so what does the site look like so we can let you know if we find it? It's a place. It's a sanctum. Oh. A church sacred to Nethys. I don't consider it a tomb, but apparently the city does. Everything's a tomb in that city. And the eye? Is the name of the place. Mm. What does it look like? Do you know? I imagine if you're assigned there, they'll simply tell you the name of the structure. It's an old temple. We haven't had the opportunity to really go and look for it yet. We were assigned to a small brothel, and we cleared it of all the assorted undead presents within, and found the assorted trinkets there, and then sold them off, and are eagerly awaiting our second assignment. Well, we'll keep an eye out. Can I sense motive on her? If so wish. I roll really bad. I only get a nine. I get a fifteen. 
with 17 a, from afar. With the 17, you could just tell that this kind of a tense exchange over there. But mm-hmm. with her 15, she seems to be just insulted by the fact that the Church of Phrasma is running this. And obviously the Temple of Nethys isn't, which you're going to guess that she's fairly religious, judging by the holy symbol hanging around her neck. She looks to be an actual wizard wizard. So probably all of her arcane training and years of practice and everything else, they're just kind of ignoring all of that and then going with random chance to determine all of this. All of it just seems to bother. Do I know any like Nethys sayings? Or anything? I have one rank and knowledge. Uh, I think you were the one that determined that the name, the Scorched Hand, was a reference to a common saying of Nethys, by the Scorched, by Nethys' Scorched Right Hand. Oh, I was like, maybe like we leave with a nice greeting and then we've not... Yeah, I mean, you, you probably know at least... The, what do you get taking 10 on a knowledge religion? 11. 11. You can make a knowledge religion if you so wish. I get a 15. Yeah. If you tell her that, hey, you know, we'll kind of keep an ear out for you and like blessings of the all-seeing God on you, and he's just like, all right. That's what I'm going to do. And then we're going to leave. Yeah. Because I don't think there's any more to say. Nope. All of you get to uh, continue drinking. I don't know if you have anyone else that you're wanting to speak to or nope. carry I'm on with. I need to take this guy to the dog lady. Go to my house. Well, my brothel that I live in. Retire and, and rest for the evening. Yep. Yeah, I did. So a majority of the group can uh, easily retire upstairs and make themselves comfortable for the evening. I guess we would have said, hey, meet at the entrance of the necropolis at whatever time. At sunrise. Since sunrise, you don't yeah. stay here. Sagira, making your way out onto the city streets, you would leave behind the uh, the rest of the party. Miriam would accompany you, well, with his dog. What kind of dog is it? From what you can tell, this appears to be a Catapeshi Warhound. They look a lot like Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Oh, that's cool. Big, big dogs. That's awesome. It's like, this is for hunting lions. It also has like, a tiny little saddle on it, so he's just riding it along. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Just on a small side tangent, I, I did recently, I think I might have explained to you guys that they're like war corgis in Taldor. Yeah, that sounds yeah, amazing. Which is hilarious. By the way. I, I would like to be a cavalier riding a war corgi. War corgis. <laughs> war corgi. Do that in War for the Crown, man. Right? But you would make your way uh, through the city streets and then into the Ass District. It wouldn't take you very long to take Marin to the place in question. It's after dark, but you imagine that even this late they'd be interested in some business. Business, sure. Marin would thank you for it before making the exchange, handing over the Kopesh for you to hold on to. and. Yeah. Taking the 200 gold pieces from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready erase those. Making your way through the nighttime city streets, you could eventually wind your way back to the uh, southeastern portion of the Ass District before uh, passing by the Hall of Blessed Rebirth. Although, again, that's a bit of a, a misnomer because it's not just one hall since they seem to have taken over like an entire block here and filled it with an assorted number of alchemical shops, colleges, research, and so forth. Across the street, wedged between two smaller buildings, is the larger building that is the Temple of Bastyr, really only denoted by the two cat statues which flank the door on either side as you begin to approach it, and the obscene number of cats, yeah. <laughs> which would lounge from windowsills on the upper levels and sleep in the nearby alleyway, and they already seem to have been fed for the evening as there are bowls scattered about everywhere for the numerous, numerous cats. I'll give some of them scritches and then go inside. They would seem to be happy to take your scritches, as most cats, generally speaking, are, unless they're the angry kind of cat. Mm-hmm. Well, these are fat and lazy, so what time is it? Is it like super late? Uh, at this point, it's approaching close to about 11 o'clock. Oh, okay. So it's later on. Making your way in, you'd find that one of the younger members of the temple, an acolyte in training and a musician, would sit off towards one side playing a simple stringed instrument. The younger girl in the corner seems to be much happier and would smile as you would enter since you are kind of the muscle for this place. Yeah. I'll give her a wave and look around for Sabra, the priestess. You could easily make your way upstairs and find her with very little issue. 
making your way upstairs, you would of course know that the temple itself is located below ground, whereas the actual like worship and everything else takes place. The upper levels are for more of the business side of the Temple of Best, which primarily serves the functionary of a sacred brothel. Considering the lack of a strong presence of the Church of Kalistra, it's really the only religious institution that fulfills that role here. There are other brothels in the town. Making your way upstairs, you could arrive in uh, the High Priestess's rooms. A desk would be set off towards the side with all of the assorted bookkeeping. A large depiction of Bass covers the far wall of this room, and a curtain divides off a section of this room for privacy, and you're going to guess her actual like, sleeping quarters. At least a half dozen cats would lounge about. Saber would smile at you from behind the desk, a woman you'd probably say in her mid-thirties, with long black hair and golden skin, green eyes that seemed to be very much cat-like. She would give you a smile, standing to her feet and coming over to embrace you, obviously happy to see you return in one piece. I will hug her back. Well, I see you didn't let the mummies get you, Sagira. Thankfully no mummies, just scorpions and spiders. And a sarcophagus that came to life and tried to eat one of my companions, that was interesting. I was going to say, the first two don't seem to be out of the usual for you, but... Um, I have something. I'm gonna pull my belt pouch, like a a, point, a coin purse, with ten gold in it and hand it over for help with the landlord. Yes, Mesuta has uh, been by this evening. And? He's as unpleasant as usual, but suffice it to say, he, we are doing well right now. The influx of strangers, our business ticks up during this time. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that you are tired. Yeah. If you wish to uh, join us in the morning, I think we'll have an opportunity to uh, enjoy morning prayers before are you making your way off again. I am. We have to finish clearing. We haven't even found where the greatest riches should be in our site, so... It's an old tomb, yes? It is, of a general. Almost without fail, any of the true tombs will have false chambers before the actual tomb. Oh, yes. We found one. That's the star. It almost ate Sudi. Oh, well, I pray he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Well, I'm certain that if you'll tell young Master Sudi that uh, I'm sure that there's someone here who would be very upset to hear of his loss. I will tell him this when I see him. He's got a favorite whore. <laughs> <laughs> Lady of the night. If only Sudi were there to explain the it's complicated uh, relationship status he has. Well... Kepri's working this evening, but I think she'd be very happy to hear that you've returned safe and sound. Of course. I mean, I'll be around. I suppose uh, your room's all ready for you. And by that, it pretty much means like the couch that you sleep on downstairs. Yep. My couch. <laughs> your couch is ready for you. I'm not going to sleep probably until everybody's gone, just in case, but... You should get some rest at some point. Yes. You can't push yourself too hard. And thank you for this. Masu mm. Ta has become... Very confrontational, but, well, with the increase in business here, I pray that we'll have enough funds to keep him at bay. Thank you for this. I know you're putting yourself at great risk trying to keep this temple in our hands. Of course. It would be easiest to buy it from him, should he ever name a price. Men like that are always motivated by two things. And money is oftentimes one of the easiest to approach. Right. Well, we'll see. Blessings are best on you. And you. Have a good night. You would be able to rest for the evening. Yay. Getting to spend some time with uh, your friends. Kepri would be more than happy to hear all of your sorted stories. Very excited for all of your tales. Despite the fact that I think she's actually a little older than you. Uh, like a year. She's a little younger in spirit. And at the very least has never done this whole like adventuring and breaking into things. But is more than happy to live vicariously through you. Sure. As are all of the other assorted girls who would crowd around and hear your stories about Sudi apparently getting eaten nearly by eaten by a... Which uh, would not be particularly great. Delilah would be very upset to hear about Sudi's close call. But he's okay. I'll tell him to stop by. (laughs) 
but you would be able to uh, engage in the morning ceremony, giving praise the best. You could then gather yourself up and, uh, I okay. suppose, go and rejoin with the rest of the group that following morning. Mm-hmm. All of you would gather together at the gates once again, turn your attention out after having an opportunity to have uh, met with some of your competition, maybe some of your allies and such from the evening before. In uh, Sagira's case, having you know reaffirmed her commitment to her own church and their difficulties. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Sudi's case, having survived and continued pushing on. In Citrus case, having well, seemingly made a new friend. And at the very least, I, I think you missed one trap. Maybe two. Hey, going forward. It's level one. <laughs> and of course, Onuris also having the opportunity to uh, meet with this Velryana and establish the Yeah, she seems like a real peach. She seems like a <laughs> real nice totally lady. totally not up to anything <laughs> weird, no. For having met your competition, if you do garner experience for defeating a challenge rating of two, netting the party 150 experience points. And we level up. And Yay. you level up. Yay! And no, we'll pick it back two. up here next time. Thank you for listening, Pathfinders. <laughs>